0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another podcast episode of Alice Mike's podcast. Today we have a special interview with Jasmine. She is a college student at a California State University, and uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about her experience going to college at or during this COVID nineteen epidemic. Her experience. What she thinks about it. How it has changed uh, definitely college life. The expectation of classes and teachers and how it just really turned everything upside down from what you expect out of college or at least the college experience. So, So here she is. Thank you jasmine for coming in in for this interview
1: you're welcome
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's jasmine right there uh so uh I'm going to tell me um what do you what are you majoring on
1: i'm a psychology major well, i'm a double major in psychology and biology cool undecided about my minor yeah
0: and how long have you been going to uh, to, to college?
1: Too long. <laughs> Too long, huh? <laughs> Too long. Yes. Should have graduated already. Long time ago. Uh, I've been going to the university for four years.
0: Okay. But you know, it's the, with college universities. You know, uh, a lot of us, a lot of us are told the. Uh, The fairy tale of oh, you know, associates two years, bachelors four years, masters you know six years or something like that, but that's that's first of all if you're able to get all the classes you need, right, and that's being a full time student, that's you know with with no no job no nothing full time student, and of course you got to pass all your classes, and uh, I wonder, definitely we're not all perfect. I mean, we have to get some type of income, so, you know, we're adults, you know, the government's not going to pay our 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 living and we have to pay our own living, you know, most of us our food and uh so uh, I just, I just I would always tell people out, out there or even younger younger kids that are looking for the college experience or 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 talking about college like, you know, they they'll, they'll tell you 2 years associates, 4 years bachelor's and all that. But it's close to a fairy tale. If you could do it, that's great. That's great, but you know i i i I think it's just becoming a harder harder expectation for that to to come by what do you what do you think?
1: Well, I mean, I went to community first and then I transferred to university. community in itself took me five years. It should not have taken me that long, but like you said, like things happen a lot of bumps along the road i as much as I wanted to consider myself a full time student, I was also working full time and one or the other thing suffered and typically it was school because there was i mean i couldn't you know do poorly in work
0: yeah well then you know just think about the economics too of school I mean, even if you're going to community college and there's a lot of helps a lot, a lot of you know government uh, help, the government or or you know it's it's definitely uh, cheaper to go to a community college than to you know go to the other um uh, like csu's or uc's or stuff like that but just to buy a book or rent a book, it's like what three hundred, five hundred bucks.
1: I mean, renting is always, you know, typically it's under the hundreds. But buying a book, oh my god, the most expensive book I've bought so far it was like over three hundred dollars, and I wanted when I wanted to resell it at the end of the year, they were gonna give me less than a hundred. So
0: yeah, so I mean, you have, I mean, you have to go to work. Yeah, you, you have to get some type of income. You have to. So a full time student, and you have to have, you have to go to work, at least work twenty hours. Like you're stretched thin. So, I guess that's that's my little rant on, the 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 fairy tale expectation of you know what they tell you in high school. It it, it doesn't mean to d- discourage. I don't want to discourage people, you know, from going to college because they, they should go. But um, but yeah, it's it's just. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think anybody's. Uh, you know, they, a lot of people don't don't hear the, I will say the truth. So you know, sometimes you go to college and you're undecided. You like one thing and you're set on, set on a certain subject and and uh, you want to major on this and then halfway you're like, oh man, this is not really what I want and you switch, which switch up, uh, you know, stuff. Did did that happen to you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was
1: a business major.
0: <laughs> oh, how about that?
1: <laughs> then I went to psych. And then I stayed in psych. And then the more I did it, the more I realized maybe I don't want to go into therapy. Maybe I want to do something a little more working with like medications and patients and stuff like that. So then I said, okay, well, let's add biology to it. So see where that gets me.
0: Okay. And um, how, uh, let's just describe your college experience before COVID. How were classes, uh, your schedule, how was it?
1: It wasn't as flexible, obviously. You have a set schedule where you have to attend class at a certain time. And then certain professors, you know, they, I think they, they mentioned that they were not by gui- by university guidelines. They weren't able to count attendance as a grade. So the way they would go around it was counting participation as a grade. But your participation, obviously, you have to be there to participate. Uh-huh. So that's kind of the way of going around it. Um, for labs, I mean, you have to attend the lab at the specific time, and you know, get things submitted at a specific time, and you know, everything was was structured for you
0: and then with the labs I mean I've heard uh you would have uh, a lot of times a lab partner or somebody you had to work with or is it just by itself? or it depends on the on the lab or it depends on the class
1: I usually had to work with someone cuz I mean there were some labs you could do by yourself but for the most part you have a lab partner
0: and, and depending on somebody else like uh it was it a lot like like high school where sometimes like the person didn't want to like help out or didn't know what they were doing and you kind of had to like like carry the weight or like not now that you know they're considered adults going to college uh, well did it change
1: I personally didn't have that experience of someone of having to carry all the weight of the of the group or you know between me and my lab partner and I don't think I ever had that experience I think if if I was lost I could ask them a question and if we were both lost then it was like I don't know if it was because of the professor, but, you know, it was always like, well, I'll ask, I'll ask if I need to. I don't, I feel like because of my age, um, I don't know if it mattered my, well, I don't know if it mattered. But, like, I would notice that most of the people that I was in class with were a little bit younger than me, like, by a couple years. And so they were a little more hesitant to ask questions than me. But I also remember, like, back when I was their age, I'm like, yeah, I was a little hesitant, too, because I don't want to come off as dumb. Yeah. But now, like, with all my work experience that I've had and, you know, just daily life experiences, I learned, like, I'd rather ask the question than, you know, take a guess at it and then do it wrong. And then I really do look dumb because all I had to do was ask them to be able to do it right. So
0: I totally understand that aspect, you know, being a little older. Um, my classmates like when i went to college mine was my gap i think was uh, a way bigger gap yeah because i got out of high school and i was i was um you know it took seven years until i went back then i, went, I said way back started college okay. i can never say i went back to college because i never started <laughs> <laughs> so you know i was um just turned 25 uh when i went uh when when I went in and, um, and everybody else was maybe from 19, 18, 20. So I definitely was a person to ask a lot of questions, but not, I don't think I was an annoying one as well. That, yeah. You know, yeah. I wasn't that one either, but I want to get clarification. I want to know what I was doing because I, I understood the concept that I have to pay for this. Right. And it wasn't like, like this is just some free stuff that's you know just been handed over to me, or, um, and I knew that my time was money too. You know I was I was I was working full time and going to school full time, so it was you know eight hour shift and then four hours each day, so I knew those four hours I had to be there and then, and get as much out of it because the classes were six weeks at least for mine, in my um uh, experience. So definitely, you know, I wasn't I I would see my other classmates and I would be like, you know, don't waste your time. You know, I because I, I felt like I had waste, wasted my time taking so long to go to college. And I'm and I was like, You guys are already here, like take advantage of it. So de- definitely understand that aspect of your, you know. Of of what you're saying about having a lab partner and, and not and and not being shy and just going out there and just hey this is what I want and you know just going grabbing it, okay getting the bulls by the by the horns as they call it.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: All right, all right. So we'll go back to your schedule. So you had the labs and then so you had your sets your set labs and then so your your school structure was it was, was pretty, pretty structured, but you had to go in, into class. Did you have any online classes?
1: I took i i recently started taking online classes like the semester before covid where i took like really easy online classes okay um two really easy online classes and i mean it was it was a cakewalk which is why i took them online because i'm like oh it's gonna be a cakewalk i don't have like if i can do it online and get credit for it versus having to readjust my schedule too because the reason why everything was structured wasn't because like the school structured it for me it was because I had to structure things for myself because I also had to factor in my job and it was a full time job and you know I'm not gonna I it was like it's hard because I mean at at my well now I'm 26 and I'm like okay well I need health benefits but Mm -hmm. I need to go to school and so it's like well the only way you can get health benefits at least in my case was working full time so I'm like okay well I need to work full time for my health benefits and obviously for the pay and the experience and I need to go to school full-time because I need to get out of here too like I've been here so long I'm ready to like move on already yeah and I just like I need to get it done
0: okay so you, you did you, 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 so you you felt a pressure just uh because you saw everybody else around you a little bit you know younger or so
1: yeah because I mean everybody's already now in their like you know 19, 20, 21. 22 maybe when they're transfer students they're about 22 23 at least the ones that i've met so far so you know i was even still older than the transfer students and yeah i'm just like oh my gosh i i I need to get ahead here
0: and how how did you how did you handle you know working full-time and 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 going to school full-time as well how, how was that? I mean, how was it finding a job that, uh, you know, you could accommodate to your schedule?
1: Well, when I first moved to go to the university, I took an overnight job because I'm like, this is the only way where my where work and school would not like collide together. Mm-hmm. Or at least I thought because I'm going to go to work overnight. Nothing's going on on school overnight. And then in the morning, I'm going to go to school, but nothing's going on at work in the morning or throughout the day. And so, you know, it's it sounded like a great idea. Like, oh, okay, well, when I work overnight, I'll just do my homework then because it was a it was really flexible. Um, It was a it was a chill job, you can say. And, you know, and that was the idea is, you know, do homework overnight and then go to school in the day and, you know, take naps here and there and then get my sleep before work or something and just trying to figure out a sleep schedule. But in reality, it didn't work that way like working overnight sometimes emergencies will happen and you have to go respond to those so you put your homework on hold um and then you're like okay well i'll do the homework you know before class or whatever but you're so tired well i was so tired and i was like i really need to sleep but i really need to make complete this so you know there were days where i would get two three hours of sleep and some weeks where like my maximum was maybe four or five hours of sleep a day wow and then just go from there and then after you know after you're doing that I just couldn't I I was burned out I just couldn't do it anymore
0: so then you know but then after your shift was done you had to go to class right
1: yeah there were some days where like my shift ended at 7 and my class started at 8 and because of morning traffic like it was going to take me you know about 45 minutes to get to school find parking get to my classroom and you know that's already the hour yeah so it was like overnight shift, go straight to school. And sometimes it was like not just one class. It was like go to two or three classes and you're just like a zombie at that point. And I just all I could think about was going to sleep.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing your schedule right now and I'm thinking I'm sleeping too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, that's quite extreme. But, you know, it's one of those things where on paper it sounds great. You know, in a perfect world, you know, hey, there's no emergencies. You could take your little naps, you chill. But it just, it just unfortunately doesn't work out that way.
1: Right, and I mean, I will admit, I'm not the greatest at time management. Like, I am horrible at time management. I'm a huge procrastinator. Uh, so I think. You know, I think I'm sure there's people out there that can do it, and I'm sure there's people that it works really well for them, great for them. But for me, I wasn't doing well. I wasn't great at time management, and I was a procrastinator. So even though I was going to work and I was getting things done, I wasn't sleeping, and like that just took a toll.
0: Did you see your 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 work, um, your school work, or your assignments? Kind of uh, grades, kind of uh, be affected by that.
1: You know, and that's the funny thing. That I I had straight A's that semester.
0: Hey, how about that? Under pressure. <laughs> yeah, big time.
1: But it's the funny thing out of that I, I got straight A's that semester, but it, like the toll it took, I just it was horrible. Do
0: did you, did you have any support system?
1: I did. I still do. Good. But you know, even with that, it just. I'm one of those people that likes like I I want to do things on my own and I do want someone there to support me but I'm also like well I want to be there for you too. I don't want it just to be a one way where you're giving me all the support and I'm not giving anything back. So so it was yes, I did have the support and I'm very appreciative for it. It, it was tremendous help uh but even with that i think it, it definitely took a toll so i people who don't have the support and are you know are able to do it that way i mean shout out to them cuz it is so hard
0: would it i mean i don't want to deviate too much from where we're going but um being that you know you're going for a psych psychology major do you think um uh, that's why the a reason it's a cause you might say for somebody to start getting like uh, depression or so um, you know, at that is such a young age or not that age is a factor, but you know, like uh depression or that tiredness kind of they're, they're really tired all the time. Like what well, I, What I'm trying to say it must affect affect that person mentally. Right.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I was tired all the time. I gained a lot of weight i would eat and sleep and like my body knew already like once i once i was done eating like automatically it was like okay time to go to bed and once i tried it like once i stopped working overnights and i tried to you know get back into a regular schedule my body was my body was still like oh we're eating okay let's go but let's go to sleep after we're done here because that's what i had i had gotten my body used to eat go to sleep and then wake up and then do all the stuff you got to do and then when you eat again, that's when you're going to go to sleep right after that. It, it was just a really bad schedule. Like I poor time management, procrastinating and just. Yeah, it was it de- definitely took a mental toll. Um, Like now I, I can't if I pull an overnighter like it's it takes a hard toll on my body. I mean, I'm a little older now, not that I'm super old, but like I'm a little older now. And, you know, oh, wow.
0: <laughs> you're are, in your mid 20s.
1: I'm in my late twenties now, technically. I
0: still I'll call it mid twenties, okay.
1: <laughs> late twenties now, but still like all those over like all, all that sleeplessness took a toll, and I think at least in my case, I I don't know if there's any you know I'm not saying that it's a scientific fact in my case, but I feel like it well, definitely just,
0: just from experience, you know.
1: It, I, for me, it definitely t- it, like made a permanent impact to where, like pull I do pull overnighters for tests and stuff like that, but the recovery time now is like a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. All right. So, so your schedule either, either way was, you know, it was hectic or so um, before this COVID, you know, pandemic stuff. So, um, so now let's jump back just jump forward and this thing you know it start it started off what march mid-march correct around there yeah 2020 you're in the middle of, your, of a semester correct right so pen. everything shuts down w- what happened like how do you get the news how do you do you just did you you just stop like what like what happened like what was your experience of of just everything just shutting down or how did you hear like how did you hear about it how did you hear about the schedule er, everything like how did it go
1: i think we were on spring break at that time and we were on spring break and then we got an email saying oh you know um we need to make some arrangements due to this whole new COVID thing and we need to you know we're gonna try and see how we can continue to educate with all with the COVID, you know the, the COVID, the pandemic going on and they're like so you're gonna get another week off and it was like oh heck yes Woo-hoo. and then you know basically we had two weeks off in that case and then as as the second week was wrapping up they're like uh actually you guys are not going to be coming onto campus anymore uh you're going to be doing distance learning um and it, after that it was just like scrambling to get you know making sure that you have accessible wi-fi at home Making sure you have a laptop to work from, or some type of electronic device. You know, not a phone, obviously, but like a laptop, tablet, or computer, whatever, to work from. Do all that stuff. You know, make sure you have resources, really. You know, to continue your education. Am I making you sleepy?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the Chick Fil A we ate. Good Chick Fil A. We're Um, not being sponsored by Chick Fil A.
1: But if they wanted to
0: more than welcome, <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: but yeah, it was, it was honestly now I'm like trying to remember and it's it was like such a blur because it, it was horrible. You know, professors were trying to, sc- you know, trying to scramble to now, you know, create their lesson plans that were intended to be taught in person to now online and, you know, trying to make sure that they're still getting the same point across. Mm hmm. At least some of professors were because one of my professors was not doing that. God, I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible. But yeah, it, and it was just like you know everybody was like running around with their chickens head, you know, chickens with their heads cut off, cut off because.
0: What did these? What did the school try to? Well, what did they offer? Like like as as an assist uh, as an assistance.
1: So, in my case, at my school, what what they were letting us know is, you know, we do have available laptops that you guys can check out for the rest of the semester, but there's a limited quantity, so you have to sign up immediately, mm-hmm. right? And so, I mean, I already had a laptop, and I had that type of resource, but at the time, I didn't have reliable Wi-Fi. I had Wi-Fi, but it was, like, really shoddy. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. And so, they were like, you know, we also have these, you know, hotspots yeah. that we're offering, so they're like, you know, we're offering these hotspots, um, but there's also a limited amount. And I think there were less than a hundred at the time. And they're like, you need to sign up. And if, if it, they rerun out, you're going to be waitlisted for one. And you know, as soon as one becomes available, we'll let you know. And I did become waitlisted, but I w I got an email within a week of like, Hey, we have one available and they offered either you could pick it up at school or they would ship it to you. Mm-hmm. And so at the time I was still living in the same city as a school. So I was like, okay, I'll pick it up. Um, and it was like contactless pickup and all this stuff. It was, it was, yeah. So that worked out. But I mean, they also, what they did was, um, and I don't know if it was throughout the whole, you know, public university system, California public university system or the whole CSU system. But uh, what they did was that they let us know that typically you can drop your class uh, within the first two or three weeks of school without any type of penalty like it affecting your GPA or getting a W or an F, right? Okay. And then after that, you can drop with uh, some type of, it, it has to be like a, a good excuse in a sense, you know, of uh, some type of family emergency or life-changing event that happened where you have to drop, but you have to get it approved by the school before you can drop, yeah. you know? or you fail the course well what they did was um, because of COVID you know they consider that an extenuating circumstance so they're like you guys are allowed to drop your classes with a W it won't affect your GPA but you will show a W on your transcript mm-hmm. um, up until like sometime of the middle of May and so you know in my case that helped a lot because once everything went virtual like I I just my classes my work decline my work quality decline like I was not able to have as it is I'm bad at time management and with COVID hitting and us all scrambling and all this it was even worse so I was not able to keep up with assignments I wasn't able to keep up with lectures it was just horrible so when they offered that I ended up dropping think two courses my my two courses that were in person before covid and i stayed with my two courses that were virtual before covid because they were really easy and i'm like i know i'm gonna get an a in these two like i'm gonna keep them yeah but those other two i dropped them with a w but it was hard because i had to meet with like academic counselors and ask them when i apply for my master's program like how is this gonna affect me because now i'm gonna have w's on my transcript yeah and they're like well you know considering that you know you're there's tons of students going through this there's tons of students with you know taking w's dropping classes and taking w's for the course and stuff they're like we don't think that it's gonna affect you you know a whole heck of a lot because everybody's going through this and i think that they're like and we think that you know they're gonna understand that it was due to covid like extenuating circumstances yeah so that put me at ease and i was like okay well i'd rather get the w than the f because i did ask them too well what do they prefer to see a w or an f and they were like well if you get a w they don't really know what grade you were gonna get before the w yeah versus if you get the f well yeah you're cl- you're clearly failing the course you know and so they're like you know we think that it'd be better for you to get the w but it's up to you and so i, I went ahead and i just dropped the courses the two courses and i took the w's for them
0: and the classes that, unfortunately, you got a W, you know, on, there were, there were, were there, you know, uh, they're probably hard classes already, uh, that, you, that uh, you were taking, like, in, in person. Yeah. 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 They, they, they were already hard in person. You know. Now you switch them to an online. It's not, it's so it was it I think the word interpersonal like you you don't really have that you can't really talk to the teacher one-on-one if you need anything or and and then just you're you're getting the teachings off of video you know the in slideshows i mean me personally if i see a slideshow on a tv or in a classroom setting as we're used to then okay it's a slideshow and you but you but you by yourself watching it from on screen a slideshow it's just like uh, man, I, I I started daydreaming about something else. <laughs> from my my experience, I, uh, I mean, because uh, we we uh, we're from the generation that we've um, we've been accustomed to be learning in a classroom setting, right? So and then to to get switched, you know, on a turn of a uh, turn, uh, turn turn of a dime, um, to an online course setting. Um. How hard was that?
1: Well, the way that they did it, at least for that first semester where we switched from in person to to virtual, one of my courses, my professor was like, "Okay, um, you know, you're, you're still gonna have to attend class between these this time frame, you know, the, the already scheduled time frame that you were attending in person, um, and I'm gonna hold a live lecture." and so basically through zoom he would share his screen and go through the lecture and then he'd add in whatever else he wanted to add into it Mm. and you know he would post like supplemental videos to help us understand the content and things like that uh the other professor gosh he was so terrible and i don't know why he's still employed there um he was more like you know you're gonna you guys can access this course whenever you want here's the slides read them understand them do your work and i'm not available kind of thing
0: even though let's just say it's easier for him or her whatever the professors to be available because now it's it's my opinion i'm just speculating there's no travel time now you know there's no I don't know you're at your house I, I believe it's still getting paid the same so you know why not become more available or uh you know put out more resources uh so i, I but i we we do understand everybody, everybody was, was scrambling around They you know they they did not expect this but i mean it's just it's 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 unfortunate to hear you know that
1: yeah i mean in his case you know he he wouldn't post lectures for over a week and you were kind of like hey you'd have to email him like hey professor i'm waiting like is anything due this week like what are we doing where are we (laughs) like uh, you haven't posted anything yeah and then you know wait if he if he is going to reply or sometimes he didn't and you know just kind of wait and see and check in on you know on what the system we used was canvas and check it on canvas to see did he post anything like are we doing anything or you know he didn't have like oh you know if you need extra help like come see me at this time or anything like that it was it was just a free-for-all like here's these slides and figure it out and it was it was horrible
0: yeah that man definitely Definitely a search, uh, un- unfortunate situation right there.
1: Well, especially when you're paying for it, and you're like, "Why am I paying to teach myself?
0: This is ridiculous." <laughs>
1: but I'm sure a lot of people can like resonate with that. Like a lot of courses that we do take, we're literally paying to teach ourselves.
0: You know, and luckily, we have at this time of age, we have resources that we could use and uh, try to teach ourselves. I think what other generations did not have yeah but you know you're saying if you're paying for it you expect to be taught you know the the course I know some people you know they 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 it's easier for them to learn than others you know some I' say you know some are vi- visual learners some are auditory some are you know, they're different type of uh, of learning, of course, but to completely have to teach yourself, that sucks. Been there, <laughs> definitely been there. What do you? Okay, so that was a that was the first semester. How about how for in the second semester it was a transition because you expected them, expected to still be an online course. The expectation of what made it easier for you that you already know what you're going into. Or let's let's backtrack. How did the university let you know that? Hey, we're gonna keep going this way.
1: I think by May they already knew like we're gonna have to keep doing this thing virtual. Okay. I want to say that by May we already knew that. Um, it was a little hard when registering for classes because it gives you a time there and it tells you this class is taking place from this time to this time, but then you're stuck wondering, am I gonna have to? Is it gonna be synchronous or asynchronous? Like, am I going to have to attend it at that specific time? Or is that just like the time that they're going to be, you know, doing the live lecture, but I can access it whenever I want kind of thing. Yeah. And so it kind of sucked because I also have work and I'm like, well, okay, if it's asynchronous where I don't have to attend it at the same time that they're doing the live lecture, then I can say sign up for a six o'clock class, even though I'm going to go, you know, I work from three to midnight kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, it's not going to affect me because I can log in whenever I want and do the work whenever I need to do it. Mm -hmm. But it didn't really didn't give you details on that. And so it kind of sucked when when looking when registering for classes because you're stuck wondering that. And then you're like, well, should I take the risk of signing up for it and find out or should I not risk it and just see what else there is? Yeah. And then the labs, you know, we didn't know yet if we were going to have to attend in-person labs or not and how those were going to take place.
0: So there there was still. Um, there was still um. You're not sure if you had to actually go, go in class or or attend, uh, go to university, for the labs.
1: Yeah, because I mean, labs are obviously hands-on, okay. and at least in our university, there you know there were there was no availability for any type of online labs before COVID. So you know everything was hands-on. So it was like, well, you're telling me that lab takes place from I don't know three to six. Yeah, like does that mean? That I'm gonna be going to school at three from three to six, or that I have to be logged in from three to six, or is that just you know that a lot of time, but I can sign in whenever I want and do the work I need to do whenever. And so yeah.
0: So when did you find out about um, the 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 schedule for your classes? Like right when you got the classes, you you like when they when the syllabus came out.
1: When the summertime hit, they sent out another announcement saying all all, that, all on-campus activities were now going to be done virtually. So any and all, including labs and library was going to be closed. There were, you know, no one, you know, you needed authorization to be on campus kind of thing. And so I was like, well, then that must mean that, you know, I'm not going to have to attend these things in person, but now you're also stuck with the question of, well, am I going to have to be signed on from, you know, whatever time the lab says this takes place, or is it going to be asynchronous And I didn't find that out till the day of, you know, till the day classes began when they hand out your syllabus and, you know, they do kind of like the intro through Zoom and they let you know. So.
0: Did any classes you had kind of shocked you? You had to attend certain times or so or?
1: Not that semester, but this semester it did. I I you know, we have to attend our lab this semester at the, you know, at specific time. And if you don't attend. Uh, you know, that means that you didn't go to lab and so you missed three labs and that's it. Like, you failed the course, so.
0: Yeah, no, that's, definitely don't want that. Yeah. Okay, so you, you, you get the syllabus, you, you know, you got the times, stuff like that. Meant did it help out that you knew you're going to be online class? Like, that's, like, there was no, no its, buts, or whens, or, you know, there was no question of when, you know, you know it's going to be online class. That's what you have to do. Did it help you, you know, prepare yourself and be ready for the challenge?
1: Um, not necessarily because I was still stuck with the question of, am I going to have to attend this online at the specific time or not? That and that was a big deal for me. Like I needed to know that because of work, and I still didn't know. So
0: once you knew how it was, was going to be, you got your syllabus. You got, every, you know. You had your set schedule. Okay, so... How'd it go from there?
1: Um, From there, it was just, you know... Figuring out with work. Letting them know, you know... Uh, can I can I attend... You know... Can I come in at this specific time for a certain day? Or can I get this day off because I need a turn lap You know, between work hours. And, I mean, luckily, I worked somewhere where it was... You know, they're open 7 days a week, 24 hours a day. So you know adjusting my schedule or missing a weekday wasn't necessarily gonna affect my pay because then that means well well, then you're just gonna work you know the weekend to make up you know that mistake or something so i mean in that sense it helped and then my job at that time helped because i could if i wasn't busy at work they literally would be like okay well then do whatever you want to do if you're not busy you can go on youtube you can do your homework you you do whatever you want you know just make sure that you're doing you, you get your job done and that's it
0: about like uh the simplest you know like a, like a worksheet you had to print stuff out i mean everything shut down a lot of you know a lot of places you could not print stuff like did you have to print stuff like at home or
1: so that was a big deal actually that was a big deal because for example my anatomy class we couldn't uh just type in our answers into the worksheet because there were like you know uh you know, you know there's they, according to my professor you know there's data that proves that writing things in helps memorization and things like that so she was like so for that reason you guys are not allowed to type in your answers into the worksheet it has to be handwritten and i was like okay so i mean i could have bought a tablet and then you know use the tablet and like filled it in you know technically handwritten but with the, the little you know electronic with the stylist or something. Styli- yeah. right but I didn't have money to buy the tablet and stuff like that. Like I I didn't have money for that. So I was like, okay, well I'm going to have to print stuff. And so what I would do was like my managers were awesome and they were like, you can print stuff here at the work printer. Like it's, it's fine. You know that, or I would ask uh, my mom works in, works in an office. So I'd be like, Hey mom, um, can you print something for me? <laughs> and if I needed it in color, because at work we couldn't print in color. So I was like, can you print this in color for me? and so she always said yes like it was never an issue so so that was that but yeah i mean sometimes it was like oh like i have to have this printed and or i forgot that i had this due today and i have to get it printed first and it was scrambling to figure out like where do i get it printed if it's in color but like but i'm not home you know yeah like yeah like can i go to you know some store to get it printed or things like that and yeah it was a nightmare and, you know, profess, some professors were like, well, you know, you can invest in a printer. They're not that expensive. And it's like, yeah, the printer's not that expensive, but the frickin' ink is. Yes. And, you know, on top of that, like, well, if my printer doesn't work, you know, if it gets to a point where it doesn't work, like, I'm screwed. Well,
0: printers, you'll, you'll, you'll see them, like, for $50, $80, 80 bucks or so, but to refill the cartridges, at 120 or, exactly. or Or the same price as the printer. Yeah. So... Yeah,
1: and I'm like I'm a struggling college student I can't afford that like no it's not going to happen I'd rather have to pay you know 10-20 cents for my print or you know or have someone print it for me for free kind of thing or print it myself for free at work or whatever but yeah it sucked and then you know you needed to scan the you needed to upload it as a PDF and so now you're like okay well how can I scan it to upload as a PDF because basically when I just, you know you need to take a picture of your document and then you know convert it to a PDF and submit it and so then it was like trying to figure out what apps can do that for you right scanning it you know to turn it to a PDF so that you can then you know download you know upload it up as your for your assignment and stuff yeah. um, so that was another thing
0: <laughs> because technically you you were taking a picture of it right with with your phone. And they wouldn't accept a JPEG because right. that that's the format that the cell phone takes the pictures. Right. So it, I mean, uh, as whatever that that whatever app you would get, I mean, it'll still look like a JPEG. But I mean, you would hey at the end it said PDF and it worked out. It worked out, but exactly. What other technical difficulties did you have? Did you ever have like a Zoom meeting just just like a Zoom lecture? Because you're using the Zoom, right? Right. Did I ever like. Um, you couldn't hear the professor, or it cut off, or it disconnected, or what? What kind of technical difficulties th- difficulties did you did you have?
1: Well, I had like horrible Wi Fi, so I ended up getting the mobile hotspot from school, which helped a lot. Um, but I ended up having, you know, I ended up going the route of getting better Wi Fi. So I went and I got a different cup, co- a different provider for my Wi Fi, and you know, and then even after that, though, um, you know, if there was a power outage. In your house, like you're not going to be able to attend the Zoom or, you know, do the test that's due at that specific time. They have to try to specific, that opens only between a certain time frame, yeah. you know, during that power outage or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, there were, you know, there were a couple of Zooms where maybe I couldn't hear my professor or my professor was having trouble with their Wi Fi and their Wi Fi would drop or, you know, the, their Zoom meeting would get like, you know, they, they would get, because they were the host of the Zoom meeting, you know, they, their Wi Fi would you know, for malfunction and then you're like, Oh, where's the professor? And then you're like, Well, should I stay on the Zoom meeting or should I should I email her? Uh should I leave? You know? Yeah. How long is it gonna take her to get her Wi Fi back up <laughs> or his Wi Fi back up?
0: Yeah. Now how hard was it to concentrate being at home and on a lecture?
1: extremely hard because I'm like so easily distracted I'm like doing whatever I'm doing I'm like oh squirrel like it's so easy to be distracted for for me personally and then you know if whatever we're talking about is like whatever they're lecturing about is not interesting then you know there's always something around me that I can fiddle around with or like you know do something else I something like I'd clean my room, I'd pluck my eyebrows
0: like <laughs> <laughs> Different time.
1: I play with my makeup like it was I mean and it's, and it's like well you could do things to you know like eliminate distractions and it's like it's it's easier said than done. Yeah. Because at the end of the day like I could also open another window on my laptop and I could do like some, you know like you know look at stuff. You know, maybe go do some shopping or, you know, things like that, or go on my phone. And, you know, it's a lot of self-discipline that I did not have. (laughs) I had it, obviously, you know, person to person, like, you know, face to face lectures because like, I'm not going to be rude and pull out my phone and do whatever, you know. But yeah, online, just following through the lecture, especially when they're not live. I think when they're live, it's a little, uh, for me, it's a little easier to concentrate. But when they're not live, when you're watching the recording and, you know, you can just pause it or rewind it. Yeah. Oh, yeah
0: so the the social pressure of not being in a classroom right because the expectations of being with your classmates of the teacher you know seeing you what you're doing that you know that kind of social norm or pressure you might call it not having it at home just makes just makes you kind of kind of be like ah, well you know I'm free and I could I can do whatever I want, kind of, kind of too much, like too much freedom. You 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 uh, describe it as.
1: Um, for me, yes, for me personally, because I think for some, for other people, it works wonderfully. I think other people have better self control. <laughs> I didn't. For me, it was like, oh, you're t- so you're telling me that you know, not that you're telling, but you're giving me the opportunity to you know, just go back to the lecture whenever I want. And, you know, I don't necessarily need to pay attention right now. Like, I was like, oh, cool. And, and me being the procrastinator that I am too, I was like, I'll just get back to it later. I'll learn it,
0: you know. It, if you were in a classroom setting, would, would you be taking notes?
1: Oh, yeah. I always took notes
0: in a classroom. Now that now that you weren't in a classroom setting, were you taking notes?
1: not during the live lectures i take notes during the recorded like because all my professors at least the ones from the semester and last semester they had their lectures pre-recorded okay. and so i would attend some of the live lectures and i would just kind of listen and then from there i'd be like okay and then on my own time i'd go back to the pre-recorded lectures and then i would take notes from those
0: was there any other technical um, difficulties that that you had
1: not necessarily technical difficulties but like for the semester for example i have to attend like my lab at a specific time and i have lab partners like virtually but they're my lab partners and stuff okay. and so my lab takes place between three and six and sometimes longer and at five there's people coming home and I have dogs and stuff and they're barking like crazy. (laughs) But at the same time I'm trying to answer a question on zoom and it's like, you know, it's not a technical difficulty, but it's definitely something where I'm like, you know, it's hard to get that kind of quiet that you need to be able to, you know, do your work, you know, with other
0: people. Have you invested in, um, in like a station or like a desk or so for you to do your work?
1: So I invested in a rising desk. Um, that's really the only thing that I've invested in in terms of, you know, making things easier for myself now that I'm doing more stuff from home. But that that was really the only investment that I've made. I've look. I've been wanting to like invest in maybe a monitor, or you know, getting buying a TV to like serve as a monitor kind of thing, you know, and a a keyboard and a mouse, you know, uh, versus just working from my laptop because it would make things quicker for me, especially right now because I'm working a lot through Excel. Um, uh-huh. yeah, it would just make things easier. But it's. I mean, again, it costs money, you know, and so for so for that reason, I'm like, oh, wait a little bit on it, but it's things that I've looked into and I think there, there are things that those things can definitely help, um, you know, improve the, the experience in a sense of having to do school from home. But, you know, I, I it's, it seems more of a luxury than a need, at least in my case, cause I have a laptop and the laptop can do all the things that I needed to do and stuff like that. But, you know, it definitely helps to have extra resources.
0: I would find I'd find it it's definitely tiring, um, not having a like a desk or somewhere to a, a station to work on. Uh, I remember when I did some online classes. Well My last, well, my, my last two semesters were really, my last year was uh, almost all online, and um, you know, as much as comfortable as the bed is. It's it's such a bad idea, cause I I remember falling asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I fall asleep, you know, my my, and then I wake up and my 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 little laptop was a uh, was a pillow, and word has a, a bunch of uh, W R S and whatever. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, for me that was my biggest thing that um, I should have, I should have invested on a on at least a, like a, like a workstation, like, okay, this is a station. This is where, where I'm going to work. This is where I'm, you know, uh, I'm going to sit down and, 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 and take care of things or so, and not just have, you know, <laughs> the bed or the kitchen table. Uh, even though they they do work and they, you my people might say, well, it's just an excuse, but uh, at least I mean, at, at least for me personally, I need a station. I need somewhere where I could sit down and, and do my work.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's like, you know, it definitely helps to have that workstation. I know that a lot of people, you know, they're in a situation where they're barely making ends meet and, you know, buying another table or, you know, some form of a workstation is definitely asking too much at the, you know, at this time kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, it like I, when I started doing things virtually, like I too was doing stuff like at the dinner table, on my bed. Um, I had a $20 desk that I bought from someone off of Craigslist, um, and it was doing this thing, you know, but I found that like it, my desk was, st- was just way too small. So when I had to work on a lot of things at once, it was easier for me to use a dinner table because there's obviously more space. Mm-hmm. And so I can have my paper sprawled out and stuff. But then the issue was that sometimes I didn't finish things, but I still needed them out the way that I needed them. You know, so that when I can come, when I come back, I know, be just pick up where you left off. Yeah. But then, like, at least in my case, like, it was like, well, why'd you leave all your stuff on top of the table? Like, take your stuff to your room, you know? This is not where you leave your things. And, you know, and then obviously there's other people, too, who, like me personally, I had to move back home with my parents once COVID hit. But, you know, I'm sure there's other people who live, you know, who have roommates or, you know, things like that, where they can't leave things out like that, you know, they have to you know or maybe they they can't even use the dinner table for things like that and stuff but you know it's 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 hard it's been really hard i think and i mean mind you i've had my parents like support and stuff and they've helped me financially and things like that but you know it's it's still hard and so i i don't i i don't know how people who don't have at least that extra financial support i'm shout out to them because i think that you know what they're doing is amazing having to put themselves through school during you know horrible times and trying to make ends meet and things like that it's really hard
0: yeah yeah um definitely well uh as past experience i you know i'll talk about my online experience um uh, you know i i was going to a private college uh trying to get my degree in uh, criminal justice my bachelor's degree in, criminal, in uh, criminal justice and i was going to a private college um, that that they advertise as being hands on, you know they um you know they were gonna it was six week classes you know four four hours a day, uh two days a week, um and, but they advertise you know where, where it's all in person you know we all the instructors have a either a career in that subject field. In you know criminal justice and whatever you're you're teaching, they're teaching you. And so I mean it was it was great for the first you know, you know, for the first two and a half years. But then that last year it just um, it just changed. They they said no, we're gonna go more online. And it, at first it was just some basic online classes. But then it changed to major on you know major classes were online. And that affected me totally. I like I like in person. I like having the pressure of having to turn in an assignment to a person and being embarrassed when you when when you said, "Oh, I didn't do it." Like it, it was, it, having that pressure uh, made me do my work. You know, answering questions uh, when the, when the professor asks you ask you be prepared for class. You know that's how we, we that's how we've been taught. That's that I, I, you know that's how I've been taught. You know, from elementary all the way all, all, all the way to high school. So you're taking online classes, and it's all up to you. It's all up to you to turn turn everything in. Um, you know the de- deadlines are coming up, and you're like, ah, I'll just do it the day before. I'll just do it here. the uh, you know and the, and, and then um, the the environment you're in I mean it's just uh, you know again you're doing it from home you got uh, you got family walking in on you when you're trying to do a test and trying to talk to you or or you know they'll, they'll distract you even though it's not they're, they're, they're not trying to do it but definitely being in an online course at home. For me, it was, it was it was it was distracting. It was it was def- definitely uh, difficult. Definitely, my grades went down. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, the uh, my uh, teachers were flexible, and um, well, there was there weren't much students either. <laughs> 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 there were there were I think there was only like four or five students in the class. So there were definitely they could definitely be flexible, and sometimes yes, we did. I take advantage of that. Yes, I did. But and and that was I mean I, I definitely I didn't have any labs. <laughs> I don't think the classes were as hard. Uh but just uh definitely one not getting not being used to online classes was, was at least from my experience was, was was difficult. Doing my um my capstone in online and not having somebody to talk to about, hey like how do I do this? Like I had to turn in this fifteen-page paper, 15, fifteen twenty-page paper. Like, how do you like? Give me advice. Like, show me, show me an example. Like, I wanna, like, I wanna talk to somebody about it. And you couldn't. Everything was online. Everything was chatting. And this, 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 this capstone, uh paper was what you were gonna graduate or not. So it was an immense pressure of you kind of flying blind or so. Um, but I got it done, got my bachelor's. But I I did not like the online. I don't I I don't like it. I I would always like in person and gave me give me a book. I got tablets as books, and I hate reading off a screen. Um. Now going my little rant about <laughs> online class, but we know this is, it's gonna be the future of a lot of future of online of classes uh, starting from now on. I mean, there were, there there were already online classes before COVID pandemic. Uh, What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think the future of, 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 you know, universities to college would be?
1: Well, I mean, I feel like now we're teaching our students like, you know, from elementary to learn things online now. Right learning things you know through their tablets and stuff like that i mean they give you chromebooks now mm-hmm. you know how many elementary kids don't you know with chromebooks and stuff like that and you know you don't see kids carrying those heavy books anymore in their backpacks and stuff like that um like like before at least as much as you you know like we did before but i mean i think it's definitely going to be a, a f- for s- for kids who are who start doing you know the online learning starting elementary I think it's going to be a little, it's going to be probably a little bit easier for them to adjust, you know, because they're not necessarily going to have to do an adjustment because that's what they've been used to. But I think if you're, you know, like us where, you know, our generation, we did things, you know, using a book and in person, like nothing was done online. (laughs) Like, I mean, yeah, maybe you had to watch a video or some type of clip online, but where you had to perform a lab simulation online or, you know, read your book online kind of we I didn't have that till I got to college till I got to university. Cause even in community college, I didn't have to do that. Like that yeah. was still not even implemented. It was still, you know, get a, a hard bound book kind of thing.
0: Well, I still remember being in high school and, and having computer class and they teaching you how to set like uh, set up an email. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think now a seven or eight year old knows how to set up their own email. Like exactly. they, they, they could do that. I mean, come on. I see three year olds, two year olds on YouTube and selecting the videos they want to watch
1: exactly
0: yeah yeah so you know but you know we're in high school we're learning how to how to create an email and you know web searches and stuff like that now it's like that's just like common sense like you should already know that
1: yeah exactly and i mean i think it's gonna be hard uh for the students who don't have resources yeah because you not only do you need you know the laptop or the tablet or you know the desktop whatever it is you also need the programs for your computer right you need like microsoft word excel all that uh the schools that i've attended they offer that to us for free Uh, we just have to use our student account but you know even then it's like okay well you're still gonna need your wi-fi because you know how else are you gonna get online yeah and, you know, and all the like, kind of little supplemental things that you end up needing to do your online learning. And it, it adds up. It really does. And, you know, financial aid. I mean, hopefully you're on a scholarship. You have a scholarship or you're getting financial aid to where you can cover those costs. But, you know, realistically, there's going to be a lot of people who aren't on financial aid who cannot co- cover those costs. And, you know, the thing, too, is that it's not like it's going to decrease the price of tuition.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, I mean, it's like, um, like I bet a lot of these books they could be uh, digital books, but they're, they're still going to cost the same.
1: Exactly, like I can rent a hardbound book cheaper than I can get a digital book, and you know, and I think I think one of my biggest frustrations with the whole transition of, you know in person to virtual obviously it had to be done because of covid but i think my frustration was the fact that tuition is still the same price if not higher you're charging me as if you were teaching me in person you're not providing me with like materials per se that yeah i would be provided in a lab like for example some type of model like human model for anatomy or something that i would be provided in lab like all you're providing me with is pictures to something that I can Google. <laughs> so, but you're still charging me as if, you know, you needed to do all these. As as if I were a student attending school, you know, using the fa- using faci- the facilities. And it's like, wha- what? Like, I'm covering my own Wi-Fi. I'm covering my own desktop or laptop or whatever. I'm covering my own books. Like,
0: Where's I'm this? covering
1: my own prints.
0: Yeah. And, and back, uh, you still had to pay for prints at school, did
1: did you? No, they offered certain pay- – if you printed at certain locations, it was free printing. It was a limit to it, but it was free printing. And it was like, okay, well, if I know that I'm going to have to print, say, 10 pages, you know, uh, okay, well, I can print those 10 pages. You know, I can split. It. I can print five at this location and five at this other location if your limit's five. Yeah. Or, you know, print it at, at a different day kind of thing. Like, you can work around it. But now it's like you don't even have the option of getting free prints or anything. like. Well, at least in my case, at my school, we don't have, like, free prints. It's – you got to print it yourself,
0: pay for it, and, you know. And the the portion thing is it's – you would think you'd be paying the tuition or you're paying the money you're paying to keep the university going, you know, the support staff, faculty, and stuff like that. Um, but really, I mean – I just say for any if they have campus police, I don't think you need campus police when there's nobody in there. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I'm not saying you know the those people should lose their jobs, and I'm not trying to say that either. But there's really no need.
1: Um, well, for example, it's like you guys. You know, I'm sure part of the fees is you know we need to keep the library running, but the library is closed to everybody. Yes, you know, you can access books online or you can access books, you know, you can request books online or stuff like that and have them mailed to you and things like that. But, I mean, there's, you don't have the access to, like, you you don't have access to the library where there's computers and things like that available, where there's, like, Wi-Fi and all that stuff where you could yeah. use, you know, the those resources yeah. in there. You're not able to use them now. So...
0: I mean, just a simple fact, they don't have to turn on electricity or the water. <laughs> So, I mean, they don't have to worry about the bathrooms. I mean, uh, you know, electricity, like, that's a bill that... I'm just saying, I mean, it probably be pretty expensive. Now, I mean, it's not being used. Um, Or
1: not used as often, per se. But, yeah, and I mean, even our parking permits didn't decrease. Even though people were not allowed on campus, they were still selling parking permits. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Stop it right there. Wait, you still... You still had to pay for a parking permit, even though they're not open.
1: You don't have to pay for a parking permit, but they're still selling it to you at the same price. They're like, you're you're not allowed on campus, but if you, but for for some reason you want to spend, you know, however much, x okay. amount of dollars Wait, on.
0: How much was it?
1: It was one ninety five.
0: One hundred ninety five dollars to park.
1: To park, yeah. And even this semester, where some students were being led on campus, where they're giving you the option of the hybrid, where you attend lecture online but you go to a lab in person, it's like it's cheaper to pay for the daily parking pa- parking permit, than to pay for you know the one ninety five for the whole semester.
0: Wait, do you do you get like a plaque or something or like a reserved spot? No. <laughs> that sounds like a VIP parking pass. No. No. So no. it just.
1: And I mean, my I I know for a fact that the price that I pay for parking back when I was attending school is considered to be low. Because I know there's schools that charge in three, four, five hundreds. Okay? Wow. For a parking permit for just a semester. So, I but I think that like one I think one of the biggest things that I saw affected from COVID was tutoring. Tutoring just took a huge dive because I used to attend tutoring. Almost every day for my classes because I needed it. Yeah. And so now you know you have these student because your tutors are students for the most part.
0: Okay. How, how about describe how I was tutoring beforehand? Like so how was it? B-
1: beforehand, you go to like the tutoring center or the STEM center, you know, where, whatever whoever offers a tutoring, you go to that location and you sign in. At least in, at my school, you would sign in. And you know there would be tutors rotating around asking, do you need help? And then you know they'd sit down with you if you needed help, and then they'd help you, and then you know they'd do their rounds again, and you know that that was basically how it went. You you don't get a tutor assigned to you. At least in my school, we didn't have one assigned to us. It was more of you know if they know your the subject that you need help on, they'll go help you. But as soon as you're done, you know as soon as they're done helping you, they're gonna move on to the next student kind of okay. thing. And then they'll come back and check on you and see if you need any other help. And that's the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. And now. You know, you have to click a link online to join a Zoom tutoring thing where you sign in, or so so a student worker signs you in, they send you over to a breakout room, they let the tutors know that you need help, and then these tutors come in into the breakout room they don't have the resources like they don't have the textbooks they don't have you know the material that they need to be able to assist you like you can share that your screen with them but like in my case for example if i didn't get the ebook if i got the hardbound book i can't share with them that okay that resource right because i mean i can't expect them to know everything on the fly like yeah maybe they got an AMI class when they took it but maybe they took it two three years ago Mm -hmm. you know i can't expect them to like immediately recall it it's it's unrealistic so they're like okay well you know let me see if i can what i can find online so they have to google this stuff and see you know what they can read about to help me yeah and most of the time it, from in my experience it's led to nowhere <laughs> it's led to well if i were you i would ask your professor about this and that and it's like okay well if i could have asked my professor i would have but clearly like they're not available or, or they haven't gotten back to me and i need help like but I, I also understand you know i'm not saying it's their fault it's not the tutor's fault it isn't yeah. but you know i feel like the school should have done a better job of providing tutors with cert- with the resources needed
0: so the the tutors that were helping or trying to help they were they're, they're just uh, fellow students
1: yeah, their fellow students who've taken the course before who got a good grade, and were recommended as tutors, and they're getting paid, of course. Um, and that's that's who the tutors are.
0: And the the availability of your professors to, um, I believe you described it as office hours. It, the availability depends on each uh, professor.
1: Yeah, it depends on each professor. Obviously, you know they can't all have the same availability and stuff. But at this semester, I think I got really lucky because all my professors have been very flexible with me, very understanding, and very like very much available. So you know they just they like before a test they're like, hey, we're gonna have extra office hours today, or you know drop in hours and things like that. And so that's definitely helped me, but the you know in previous semesters how i I wasn't that lucky
0: (laughs) how has it been like the the communication with other classmates is there is there any communication uh of course with the we know we have a lab partner of course there has to be some type of communication but in uh, other classes where you really don't have that open communication with other students do you open a dialogue or or dialogue is not even open or
1: They, i mean some professors will like assign us to groups and they'll be like oh you know you're assigned to this group if you have questions you can post it on this discussion and anybody can answer it or whatever but i mean there's discussions that you have to answer but they're for a grade where you are responding back you're posting your discussion and you're responding back to two other people's discussion or whatever yeah but that's for a grade but where you know any type of like optional discussion where you want to talk to someone or you know another classmate about something i at least i personally don't do it um i don't know if other people are doing it but i i don't know any of my classmates and i mean maybe like there's like their picture on the you know on there but i don't really know them and yeah that's that's basically it
0: okay well is it mandatory for you to be on, like on, like on the screen on on the classes?
1: I am. Um, like the first, like the first day, all like Most of my professors wanted everybody to have their cameras turned on, kind of thing, to kind of put you know faces to names and stuff. But yeah. um, it hasn't been mandatory.
0: What do you do? You prefer that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> especially when like my back like my room's a mess or something i mean (laughs) you can change the background of course but yeah i prefer that because it's just easier and if you want to if you need to like get up and do something during lecture or whatever you can do it and you know it's just easier
0: well has any all right so has there any been any funny moments or anything like memorable stuff that's happened
1: um, I mean there's all there's always interruptions where someone forgets to turn off their mic, but it's not been necessarily embarrassing. It's more of like oh this person for they're like literally having a full on conversation and they don't know that the mic's turned on. But like I feel embarrassed even though it's not an embarrassing topic, and so what I do is I mute my computer because I like I, I can't listen to it. Like I feel like I'm violating their privacy even though they're the ones who are unmuted. But yeah, I just, I mute my my computer so that I don't have to listen. Like, I turn the volume off so I don't have to listen. Okay. There's obviously, you know, been that, like, kids in the background kind of thing or, you know, that kind of, but embarrassing per se, not really, no. At least not not during my class lectures. But I'm sure to other people it's happened.
0: (laughs) So overall, what's your... What have you learned from this as as a college student going through this pandemic? What has been your biggest takeaway from this?
1: I've always known that I suck at time management, but I it didn't affect me before as much as it does now. And so I think what I've learned the most is that like time management is like crucial no matter what. And I should have learned this a long time ago cuz I mean I'm already in my mid to late 20s. But yeah, I think that's it's a big takeaway for me is time management is is crucial no matter what and i mean i have like i've obviously i've had you know i've worked before and like i'm able to show up to work on time and you know things like that i'm reliable in that sense but like when it comes to having option of doing something at you know early sooner rather than later it tends to be later
0: what is the one positive thing you've been been able to take out of this Um, what positive thing about this flexibility?
1: That I've been able to spend more time, like, with my dogs. He's getting older, and I've because I moved back home, I'm able to spend more time with him and see her more often, and literally almost every day, unless I go out of town for something, but, like, that's my biggest thing.
0: What type of dog do you have?
1: I have a Shih Tzu Kakupu Mix, and he's so cute. I have, well... Technically, I I only have one under my name, but my sister doesn't live at home anymore, so her dog is technically my dog, so I really have two.
0: What are one of the tendencies of your dog that you... That it's like... Because I, I have my little COVID dog as well. I'm working from home as well, and my, my podcast uh, mascot, if anybody that doesn't know... Who she is if you follow my page on instagram or facebook you'll see pictures of her working really hard being a great assistant she is she is the the, ma- the mascot of uh, alice mike's podcast coqueta uh so uh back to what are some of the the tendencies of of uh, of of your dog that like what 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 does your dog do when when you're when you're working or when you're you know, and, and when you, 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 you're when you're doing schoolwork or, or, or when you're busy, what, 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 what is he doing?
1: He literally just gets on the bed and takes a nap. Like that's all he does. <laughs> he just takes a nap and he's just chilling there. Unless someone's getting home, and then he has to like run off the bed and go see if it's an intruder or not. Either way, he's gonna bark. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's it. But it's kind of like without wanting to, um, we kind of. Well, I kind of like trained him without meaning to. I don't know how to put it. But um, now when I get up and he starts seeing me like go comb my hair, he thinks we're going to go on a walk. (laughs) And so if I if he hasn't gone on a walk yet and I go to comb my hair. He starts getting ready. Like he starts getting like wagging his tail. He follows me into the bathroom and is like, Oh, okay, we're going on a walk, Mom, all right. Like, I'm ready, I'm ready. And then like I kinda have to let him down sometimes, like we're not going anywhere. It's or you're not going anywhere. <laughs> but he's so cute. He's such a good boy.
0: <laughs> As everybody claims their dog is? <laughs> he
1: really is such a good boy though.
0: I've got to beat him and yes, he's a really good boy. Yeah. Love his eyes. There will be a picture posted of him uh, on, on my podcast on Instagram. Um, really beautiful eyes.
1: Just like his owner.
0: <laughs> he gets it for <laughs> me. So, and what's, what's, what's your dog's name? Dude. 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 Just dude. Just dude. How'd, you guys, there's not going to be a story. There's got to be, like, just dude.
1: My dad named him. Okay. And there was really no reason for it. He was just like, we're going to, because he was born in our house. And he's like, we're keeping him because he's the only one of his color male. He's like, so we're going to keep him. And his name's going to be Dude. And that was it. Like, there there was no, like, reasoning for it or nothing. It was just his name's going to be Dude and he's going to be yours. And... it's just stuck and I call dude but I call him Bubba or Big Boy you know we all have little like name other like 20 different names for our pets so
0: <laughs> alright so that's um, so that that's definitely been the the most positive things you got from the, the flexibility that this pandemic has given you as a college student
1: yeah i mean it's it's giving me the flexibility to spend more time with my dog and i know for some people it's like okay seriously but like i love like my dog is my life like that is my child that i don't i know people are like you can't compare it to a child and you no, my dog is my child
0: <laughs> don't
1: fight with me because i will fight back um so yeah he's my child and i get to spend more time with him and he's, he's considered a senior dog even though to me he's still a puppy and so you know it's it's made a especially his because his mom passed away in December of 2020 like I'm definitely like appreciating more of the time that I have with him because I I know that you know he's not gonna be around forever unfortunately but I'm definitely taking advantage of the time that he's still here
0: that's great dogs are awesome yeah really awesome awesome companions and I think it's I, I I for I definitely I'll say I will I definitely know that you know when they say that dogs' main purpose is just to make you happy,
1: just, oh yeah, just
0: to be there with you and just all they want is making you happy and 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 um you know and and all all they want back is just maybe a little belly rub and a walk <laughs> and a walk but yeah, just <laughs> a belly rub and just a rub and. And, and maybe some treats. Yes, <laughs> yes. If you spoil them enough, they'll they'll know what a treat is, and they'll they they you can't even touch the bag when they're already all over you because they wanted the treat.
1: Exactly. It,
0: but it's it's a wonderful wonderful situation to be in. Yes, and feeling as well. Yeah. All right. So, do you have anything else to say about your experience in in them um, as college college uh covid covid student? Or this this era of being in college and then COVID, or what do you what, do? You have uh, some type of statement or something you want to say about it? That you haven't said before. Uh, do you want to just give like overall like a summary? Not as like a summary or anything you else you want to say about this?
1: Um, I think that you know that professors who are willing to be flexible with their students and look out for the students, even though there's a bunch of things going on in their own personal lives as well, are like honestly heroes because I've had professors, typically I don't miss assignments. I tend to th- turn things in right away, but it's happened a couple of times where I wasn't able to turn in an assignment and I, my, my professor will email me and be like, hey, I saw you didn't turn in this assignment. I'm going to give you a one more day extension um, so you can turn it in today, for example. And it's just like, wow, like, I never even asked for this extension. And you noticed that I didn't turn in some turn something in. And like, I don't know, it made me feel like, oh, someone's like they're they're looking out for me kind of thing. And they're being flexible with me. And I really appreciate that. And I feel like if you're a professor who's doing that for your students, I mean, shout out to you, because honestly, it's really helping. It's making a big difference. My chemistry professor did that at the beginning of semester for me where if he hadn't done that for me i think i'd be failing the course right now but right now i have a b thank god um and it was all because he gave me an extension yeah. a one-time extension and that's all i needed um i didn't ask for it but he was just like hey i'm gonna give this to you because honestly like if you don't if you don't turn in this assignment it's really gonna impact you and it, i mean he didn't have to you know it is my responsibility to do to turn things in and stuff but yeah definitely makes a huge difference you know because I know you know as a student like my professors you know they're I know that they're going through things as well and you know everybody's going through something and so you know I I understand where like sometimes maybe they didn't upload something when they said they would or things like that and I'm like okay you know like that's that's okay and then maybe they'll upload it like at a later time or whatever and so you know as a student I'm like you know I'm also being flexible in that sense because sometimes some there's some students who are like you told me you're going to upload something at this time and why isn't it there and now I'm going to have to, you know, wait till this day to learn it or whatever and you know, I'm not that type of student. I'm more of like, okay, well, something must have happened or things come
0: up. Because technology happens. I mean, Yeah,
1: life happens. Yeah. And so, you know, and like I feel like if you're if your students are being flexible with you, then, you know, you being flexible with your students is great, too. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that that makes a huge difference. And professors who are checking in and letting their students know that, hey, like, if there's something going on, let me know and I'll work with you. I think that makes a huge difference, especially once you get to college, uh, because at that point we're all adults and we have, like, a million things we're juggling. You know, both students and professors. And it makes a huge difference. It really does.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, uh, you know, something uh, what you said earlier about going to college and, you know, getting, um, you know, healthcare. So I don't think a lot of people think about that. You know, of, uh, you know, I had to get a job so I could get, you know, some type of healthcare. Or so, uh, so I could, you know, so I, I think that was uh, something that I really didn't think about. I, I know I probably, a lot of people don't, don't, don't think about that um but i think that you 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 come out with the great point of you know as adults you know i don't think we go back to our pediatrician (laughs) right yeah yeah and the er costs a lot of money yes you can't really just go for anything especially right now like you really you don't want to step into the er exactly no um which is a good thing yeah i don't think you ever want to step into the er but Urgent care is not it's not cheap, mm-hmm. um. So I think college students should definitely think about hey, you know, healthcare, you know what's because they, you know, they. I think one has to be healthy anyways. But, yeah, but being being aware that hey, you know, you 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 have to have a coverage or some type of to back you up. That's that's a great point. Yeah, it should be stressed to everybody.
1: Yeah, I think that that not enough is being done to bring awareness of the importance of healthcare to students, and not enough is being done to have accessible healthcare in the U.S. in general. You know. Yeah. And so I think it's important, you know, to stress that you know healthcare is important because even though you may be the healthiest person in the world, you never know where you're going to get into an accident that's going to require you to go to the hospital.
0: You know how you you know how you how you were saying back then where it's uh, you know when you had your job, full time job and and uh only sleeping maybe an hour two hours or so stuff like that do you think it it would help you out to have some somebody or something to talk about what you're going through
1: i think it. i mean i i'm a, I'm a big advocate of mental health and people seeking services and things like that um you know i think that it can't hurt you to go talk to a professional and you know Just kind of vent to someone who isn't gonna judge you and who's gonna, you know, at least try to help you, you know, cope with what you're, whatever it is you're going through. So I I think it's important for those resources, you know, to be available to people and for people to know how to access them. Because I know there are a lot of resources out there, but I know that there's also a lot of misinformation and a lot of people who don't know how to access, you know, the resource, the the mental health resources. And I mean, you know we can always use more, <laughs> more mental health resources.
0: Did the, did the college uh, offer any type of psych help or any kind of, not I want to say psych help, but any like support group or support?
1: They offer um, like they offer on campus, like counseling in a sense where you can go see some, you know, a counselor and you can talk to them. Um, and now, you know, once COVID hit, they had it available like virtually and stuff. I didn't use this, the services virtually but um they did offer them okay and in in the syllabus um at least all the syllabus that i've had for all my courses there's always a mention of it of what of the program and how you can go about you know contacting them to set up an appointment
0: okay well so there is there is that resource out there at least they try to make it um accessible but you know it's up to the person to go get the help of course but at least they, 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 at least it's out there, right? Okay. All right. And, and anything else you'd like to say? That's all, folks. All right, Jasmine. Well, thank thank you very much for agreeing to this interview about uh, being a college student during this COVID pandemic. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Very busy. (laughs) Has your time management improved? Definitely not. (laughs) But hey, at least you know, uh, you know. uh, Now
1: I just, I like, I'm just, I've just confirmed that it sucks. (laughs) But it's not like I'm actively doing anything to fix it. Even though I should be. I totally should be. Because I'm an adult now. Like, I've been an adult for a while now.
0: So, yeah. Alright All right, everybody So thank you for listening to this, this uh, podcast Once again Don't forget to like, follow And uh, share uh, Facebook Alice Mike Podcast uh, Instagram, same name Alice Mike's Podcast I actually have a YouTube page as well And the same name Al- Alice Mike's Podcast uh, So yeah, so like, follow, and share And, and uh, that's where I tell everybody When new episodes come out And more pictures of Coqueta, of course, the mascot. And we're going to have some pictures of Dude coming up as well. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening. And once again, this podcast has been encouraged by CA Truck Lines, Smart Stop Insurance Services, JC Herrera Trucking, and Unique Janitorial. And again, they've been encouraged. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. And I always uh, send uh, send off. Don't forget to smile. If nobody smiles back, get in front of the mirror and smile. Because then somebody will be smiling back at you. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. Bye.